heartfelt namaste. I, Anuradha, would like to thank all of you for liking, sharing, and subscribing to our channels and writing in your comments and your suggestions. Today, we are going to talk about one of the focal points of our lives and that can be seen from the chart and something that we don't pay much attention to, but it is worth every second of our attention. In fact, knowingly or unknowingly, that is where our attention goes to. But if we are also aware of those things in life, it'll make our life much smoother and much better. The Brigu Bindu. The Brigu Bindu is a point that is well discussed in the Nadi Shastras and it has a particular reason why it is so much popular in the Nadi Shastras. It is a point that is found by calculating the midpoint of Rahu and Moon. I'm not going into the calculations because the calculations are easily available on any software. When we uh, open J-Hora in particular, going down in the basics, we will be able to locate the Brigobindu very easily. So I will not be moving into the calculations, going directly into how it affects us. What is this Bindu? When we take the midpoint, one way or the other, of between Moon and Rahu, there's a specific uh, calculation to it. But just know that the point that has been allotted as Bindu in our charts is a calculation of midpoint between Moon and Rahu. What is Moon? Moon is the mind. Moon is the quality of our desires. And Rahu is the learning point, is a learning curve in our charts. And that is what we've come to do. So when, and Moon, one of the nodes of Moon, the point that we have is Rahu. Now, when Moon and its node come to a midpoint, when they put in their energy at a particular point, then that is where we start thinking about it a lot because Moon is the mind. It is the desire. We always flow unintentionally towards our desire. And Rahu being a node of moon wants to teach us, wants us to fulfill those desires so that we finish a certain amount of work in this lifetime and move ahead. So in a sense, it is a karmic point for us. So this point becomes very important. Again, this is the point where we uncover as I said, we have been, because it is related to Moon and Rahu, we are thinking about it unintentionally. We all know that where the intention goes, energy flows. So when you keep thinking about things in life, you will see that they start manifesting in your life. And we think that this is what we have always wanted. And many a times when we are just for a thought, because I'll take up this later on. When we uh, go towards a negative thought process, when we say, I don't want this, actually that also happens. Why? Because that is the place where we are putting in our attention. So it is very important to understand the Bindu, put our attention in all awareness. So the energy flow is much directed and our flow of life is smooth. This Bindu, when it is posited in different houses for us, tells us what things will manifest in our lives to a great extent. 
when the brigubindu is on your lagna or your first house it talks about manifestation of the self the person thinks constantly about himself or herself and wants to achieve great heights the person wants to prove himself or herself to others and is willing to walk the path if a benefit planet is aspecting this brigubindu the path becomes or is in conjunction with this brigubindu the path becomes easier smoother a malefic planet like mars or saturn posited here or aspecting it the position the combinations are much more stronger rather than the aspect but nevertheless the aspect will also have its own value so if a negative planet is aspecting it it makes you work hard it makes you struggle but it will show its own powers and it will push you to achieve those goals so if saturn or mars is aspecting that brigubindu or is in conjunction with that brigubindu in the lagna you are bound to work hard to prove yourself you're bound hard to succeed in life and you will do that after a lot of struggle jupiter venus mercury on the other hand makes you move up at a good pace and it makes you move up smoothly when we talk about the second house the second house relates as we all know and you have been watching my series on houses we know that the second house is all about family it's all about education it's about your morals ethical values you being honored and recognized in society as such and the second house is also about getting name and fame it is about learning going in for a higher education it is how practically you can put your learnings into your and convert them into your earnings so this is where the entire focus of the person will be in his or her life and as i said a benefit helps you progress faster a malefic can create obstacles or rather would create obstacles but if you know how to overcome those obstacles you're good to go as anybody else when we move to the third house the third house is all about creativity the third house is about taking the courage in your own hand unlocking the karma it is also about facing obstacles in your work overcoming those obstacles and moving far ahead that is why we need courage that is why malefics in the third house give us a great deal of impetus come what may we will blindly rush through those obstacles use them as stepping stones and move ahead in life when we talk about the third house we cannot forget writing we can't forget creativity we cannot forget siblings so when we have the brigubindu in the third house travels also become important and all these points are the focal of our lives sometimes third house is also about bhagya of marriage so post marriage your you are likely to see a great flow a great opening in life if the third house houses benefits for you when we and the brigubindu then gets activated we have another principles uh, transit principles on brigubindu coming up soon in one of the other videos but till then do apply these concepts as we move ahead 
with the fourth house. When the Brigu Bindu is placed in the fourth house for us, it is important for us to understand that mother, motherland, education, connecting with the masses, the security of your family. And if you are a magnanimous person, the security of what you consider your family provider. In India, we have this, the Sanatan Dharma has this concept of Vasudeva Kutum. That means the entire world is ours. It is a part of our, the Lord. So what you consider as family, you can consider your mother as and your children and the family you make as your family. You can consider the place, the area that you live in as a part of your family. You can consider the state or the country as your family. Anything that you consider your family, you would want to protect, you would be thinking about them. You would be thinking how to connect with these people as a part of your family. When we come to the fifth house, and you would be working rather, and I just take this opportunity to say that you would be working towards that. Your entire life would be focused on those goals. When we come to the fifth house, the fifth house talks about celebratyhood. Fifth house talks about crisis management. Fifth house talks about being fast in your work. Fifth house is also talking about how strongly you feel on certain subjects. And it talks about for many people who are into sadhana, many people who want to spiritually evolve themselves. It talks about the mantra shakti. For those people who are into counseling, it talks about the way you counsel others, the way you give advice to others. And it also talks about celebrityhood, how strong you're able to rise up in life. That Those things are the things that are constantly in your mind, you're working. And as I said before, and it does bear repetition, that energy flows where attention goes. So if you are attentive towards those points, and more so when you're aware, when you're aware of where what you're doing, then those things will manifest quite smoothly in your life, irrespective of benefits or malefics. Yes, transits matter. Transits trigger off a lot of things. We will see that in another video. When we talk about the sixth house, the sixth house is Technically speaking, Rogue Ripu Rin, but it is far beyond that. It is about your health habits. It is coming out of your illness and knowing what health habits you can uh, inculcate in yourself to move ahead. It is about knowing your limitations with your employees. It is about knowing how much you can work. And it is also knowing how much you should lend to others or how much you should take as loans and what you're capable of paying off. So these are the few things that you should know. Being the uh, bhagya of your work or it is the karma of your bhagya. So that means that the more you work, the sixth house becoming a very centrifugal point for you, where the moment you put in, start putting in hard work, putting in directed energy, you will see that in life you go higher so this is again as we think about these things in life and we put active action to those things those things manifest beautifully in the life when we talk about the seventh house the seventh house is a house that gives us a direction in life it is the house of our partners it is the house of our uh, grandparents especially the maternal grandmother it is the house of our professional partners also, it is the house of the siblings of uh, the children of our siblings. 
you know so uh, the more attention there can be a point where you are very attached to these people and the reason behind this is now very clear that the brigu bindu in this house prompts you to be attentive towards these people towards these aspects of your life and the more you work at these aspects you are cutting away a lot of karmic debts you're finishing the role in many a ways that you've come to satisfy in this lifetime we move to the eighth house the eighth house is not really a very bad house as we portray it always in shades of deep gray or black no it is a shade of gray and we can make it a lighter shade of gray if we want to it is the hard it is a it is a house that gives us a lot of well unearned well it is the house of uh, sadhana it is the house of our private affairs with our partners it could be the house of your in-laws also so are you really focused on these things do you really want to move because the eighth house talks about the way you can move up in society uh, in your uh, spiritual practice without much hindrance also are you willing to do that are you focusing your energy in that direction or are you fitting away just thinking about your unearned wealth what legacy you can get from others what insurance policies you have this is something that you need to decide because again i repeat and it bears repetition attention goes energy flows where attention goes so where is your attention the ninth house the ninth house as always said it is a beautiful house which talks about uh, your dharma the way you look at things are you a person that gives an unbiased opinion irrespective of what good or bad it can do to you are you a person whose jurisprudence should not be questioned by others it talks about your higher education it talks about the truth that you are in search of it talks about your grandchildren and your grandparents and it also talks about your value system on a religious note it talks about journeys to religious places and it also talks about long journeys any good occasion that you have in your house your ninth house should be activated so you are those one of those persons who pay extra attention to these areas of life money will flow in abundantly for you because ninth house is also the house of the blessings of your elders so if you work for your elders if you are blessed by the elders the ninth house which talks about prosperity and prosperity trust me is more than money because prosperity is an all round beautiful development of money of spiritual materialism spiritualism uh, of um, all those beautiful things that we can ever talk about in our life so if you're focused on these issues happiness moves relentlessly in your life the 10th house for the workaholics you will always find that your brigu bindu does have something to do with your 10th lord 10th house and there could be a strong connection there so the brigu and you could be always dedicated thinking about your work 24/7 why does it happen because the brigu bindu here talks loudly pay attention to your work but one thing that we need to understand that the 10th house is not just about our work the fact that we are more more than 3/4 of our waking hours the hours that we are awake uh, in today's time we have to discount the youtube and all the other uh, social media accounts where we lot of attention goes but apart from that 
the waking hours are generally given to our work. So that is why we probably take it down only to our career. But the 10th house is the house of our karma. It needs a lot of attention. It needs a lot of, uh, that is why people pay a lot of attention to that area also. So when the Brigobindu is at that particular position, we might find a lot of people converting into workaholics and they would be very conscious about the kind of work that they do. So that is for the 10th house. As we move into the 11th house, the 11th house is to do with a lot of desires. It's the house of desires. So your desires could be plentiful. You could want happiness from all fronts. If the Brigobindu is there by hook or crook, you would be wanting to fulfill your desire. This is what I want. And this is what I need to get. Think carefully about what you want and what you need to get. Because in prayers, you may ask for a horse unknowingly getting a three-legged horse because you did not state that you needed a four-legged horse. So be very careful of what you are praying when the Brigu Bindu is in the 11th house. And it can give you a desire for a good family. It can give you a desire for high rise in life. It can also make you an innovator. It can make you open to discoveries in life, not innovations, but more on discovering new and new phenomena, which will go along way for you the 12th house when people have the um 12th house working that the research path will be very strong the ability to let go of things the divinity the ability to do things selflessly because that is what pisces stands for selfless service and that all those things will be very strong in your mind and you will be able to work there the need to feel one with people the need to be selfless in your attitude meditation all these things become very strong when the brigobindu which is about your thought process the way you think the way you divert your energies in your life focus so this is how the brigobindu will pan out in all the 12 houses for you now if it is attached to a particular a planet. If Jupiter is with your Brigobindu, Jupiter is also a planet which gives you a plentiful. And Jupiter is a blessing for all of us. It is uh, talking about a lot of um, beautiful aspects in the sense that it talks about protection. When we move into the Panchang and when we keep doing uh, the yogas of the Panchang, I would be then pointing it out for you that Jupiter is very important. The Nitya Yoga that you're born under talks about the kind of protection that you have in life. So that is another point that we need to consider, but that is some for some Panchang video. Here, when we are talking about Jupiter, when Jupiter is posited on the Brigu Bindu, it brings a lot of protection for you. It brings fulfillment of desires because repeatedly I've been saying that Jupiter talks about, about 16 kinds of wealth for us. If Jupiter is aspecting, it's a different um, issue altogether. We will be taking up these in another separate video to expand and talk about these points in detail. If there is Saturn, Saturn is the current card. It can restrict you, but it can tell you, finish off this work, complete this work, and then move ahead. 
having done that you will have completed a certain amount of your karma and you would be freed from a certain amount of bondage so that is what saturn does to us it's not that malefic as we think it to be when mars is positive in the brigubindu it gives you enough energy to work towards those focal areas of life that you have been pushing and you have come in this lifetime to do yes it is a planet that needs to be understood properly because energy if it is not directed properly can give us a hiroshima effect or nagasaki effect and if it is directed properly can give us those nuclear reactors which harness beautiful energy and help the now ever changing world to a lot good so that is mars on the brigobindu um, is a point that we need to consider very carefully if we have venus and mercury venus and mercury are fast moving planets they travel fast so uh, they will give quick results especially now when we can uh, we can and beautiful results because they are benefits one more thing that we need to consider is that the brigobindu gets activated with transit with dasha antardasha that we'll talk in some other video and lastly if the sun is on the brigobindu it's your desires are likely to be fulfilled but they are also your direction of life will be quite quite focused and you should be happy about that quite early on you would be led to your destiny and that's a good thing to me to say so obviously we do need a few charts to state that how strongly does this brigobindu work for brigobindu is the direction of your thoughts how far does it work for you brigobindu uh, for actress nutan was uh, can be found in riksara when we talk about and that is for her the ninth house when we talk about the ninth house as i said it is also about the family tradition it is about having the love and affection of your elders and she followed into her mother's into her uh, mother's footstep became an actress as per the protocol of that time or rather as per her mother's wishes and then she moved on ninth house is also about the legality of marriage once she moved on into her marriage she let everything go though she was at the height of her career did beautifully in her career but she let it go for her spouse and her child which talks about the legality of a marriage the ninth house also gives you name and fame with the blessings of the elders yes she was the first lady to win the maximum number of um, uh, film fair awards which was later broken on by her own means so we see how strongly this brigobindu applied in her chart dr b v rama brigobindu in bharani third pada and that is in the third house now what more can i say about dr b v rama third house is creativity travels writing books and you all here we read uh, if there's one set of books we are all prescribed earlier on in astrology that is read the entire set of dr p b raman written by dr p b raman traveling is uh, he was one of those people who connected the eastern learning the indian astrology the sanatan dharma's uh, techniques sanatan dharma's um, astrology base to the west 
and that is third house is also about conversation it is also about oratorship it is also about being a instrument of change and that is what dr vv raman was with harani nakshatra being in the foray of at the bigubindu it brings transformation in his life more easily and that was the call of his lifetime this lifetime we move on to pv narsimha rao ji pv narsimha rao ji taken to be one of the very strong uh, politicians and now india recognizes him as a pioneer of change post independence in our uh, economic change uh, more specifically economic change so when we look into his brigubindu his brigubindu is in sagittarius in purvashada nakshatra third pada which resonates to the fourth house for him as i told you earlier on in my video the fourth house is all about whom you consider important he considered the entire nation to be important and his and he made sure that financially the entire nation was strong to connect with the masses it, you have to be very um, fluent in their own ways to make them secure that you are theirs he knew 11 languages many of them foreign also we, when we consider the foreign languages as much as 17 languages fourth house is also the house of education it is also the house of literature so here yes he wrote he was very articulate wrote in many magazines and had been also before his political terms a very strong political ascension he was also the editor of a couple of magazine and learned things did things in a very magnanimous way mari curie have you ever wondered what prompted her to go in the direction of selfless service uh, what prompted her to go into the area of discoveries that was her life path as and that is what she always thought to do things fearlessly without much expectation because in scorpio jeshta 2 is her brigu bindu that is on the lagna and she had made it a point that i am important for myself i will do things for myself without uh, without having much you know without let uh, without feeling afraid without letting go of my self respect many a point she did not just care and many a times she moved ahead because she cared for herself and her self respect last but not the least let's talk about mohammad ali for mohammad ali it's scorpio and radha nakshatra first pada fifth house again as we talk fifth house is about crisis management fifth fifth house is all about speed dexterity fifth house is all about being a celebrity last but not the least in fact to be put right at the top is fifth house is all about sports and sportsmanship and mohammad ali was and still is one of the uh, known as one of the best athletes one of the best wrestlers of the world so you see with these examples it becomes absolutely clear taking into and anradha nakshatra when we are taking the uh, let's also have a good look at the jeshta nakshatra for <clears throat> marikuri jeshta is doing the best that you can achieving the best that you can and being at the top of the world the first person and a lady in 
particular to get two Nobel Prizes. Anything better than that? And Muhammad Ali is in Anuradha first pada again, the one who has plenty, who's soft-spoken, knows how to achieve and does a great job at crisis management. So we see that the focal point has to be the house, the planet associated, and in Marie Curie's chart, there were so many planets associated. It was wonderful to see those associations. And we see the nakshatra in particular. Where does it work? You can improve on it further by finding out how the nakshatra lord, how the lord of that house pans out, where it is. The connection can, once you get hold of this concept, the connection can get deeper and more clearer. Do write in to us. Do let us know how it has worked for you in your chart. And we will be waiting for your comments and your suggestions. Till we meet again, stay safe. Please Thank hit you. the bell icon for fresh updates. Don't forget to like, share and comment on the videos. And please subscribe to our channel. Thank you.